ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Humble Climb podcast. Continue to like, comment, share, rate, subscribe if I haven't mentioned that. It's how we grow. A massive thanks to obviously Pete and Chris Hast for coming on and sharing their journeys in last episodes. I'm sure you've watched that one. If you haven't, make sure you do and continue to show us plenty of love. Today's story is is, is a pretty cool one as well and is a, a came through through a mutual friend of ours, a guy by the name of James Veneris. Now, the name you probably wouldn't have heard, um, but it's all about uh, continuing to bring real stories from real people. James Veneris, he runs a, uh, a really popular uh, paella. Is that correct? Paella. How you say it? Paella. Right. He runs a very popular paella for those uh, people that aren't, uh, uh, I guess, aren't anglicized like a lot of us. They, uh, <laughs> they might say paella, um, but a, an awesome business called One Man, One Pan. Um, and we'll make sure we'll put all the links in the bio and everything as well so you can follow. But One Man, One Pan, he does, uh, he can host your next event, but he's got an incredible, incredible story. And that was one of the main reasons that I wanted to bring him on. James. One man, one pan. Yeah, Welcome hey. to the humble climb. Thank you. Thanks for having me, mate. I hope you're. Uh, is that microphone sitting all good for you? Oh, I think so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah done. I don't want you. We're all about comfort on <laughs> yeah, this one. It's a bit awkward, but yeah, I get it, mate. We're all a bit. We're all a bit. Com- <laughs> we're all about comfort on this one. Okay, great, um, mate. So obviously, I know we we're talking off air before we started. So I got your details through a mutual friend of ours, um, Nick and Nectaria Dimos, who yeah. um, who are doing amazing things with stop em- stop em- messing with me. Um, and bringing plenty of awareness to, to MS. And obviously yeah. Nick's uh, struggles were so documented uh, a couple of years back. And I remember seeing it firsthand with a lot of us and, and what they've done. So they're continuing to bring great awareness to us. And they, uh, I bumped into them actually at a, at a restaurant uh, down down uh, down the road uh, last week. And they were like, dim, dim, dim. I've got the perfect guy for you. It's this guy called James. Have, have you heard of his one man, one hand? And I'm like, guys, I've seen you guys are uh, – put it out there, but I haven't mm. quite seen exactly what it is. Cut long story short, I've read uh, a bit of the bio and you're fucking inspiring. Yeah. And I seriously mean that. And um, you are a seriously one of a kind. So to give you guys a bit of an understanding, and we will go into it, but James has always been, uh, he was the risotto man once upon a time back in the eighties. So oh, yep. is that correct? Well, Italian chef back in the day, Italian risotto chef. was my thing. Risotto was his thing. Mm-hmm. So big in the hospitality in the eighties, nineties, I would say, really, yeah, really has a huge motor vehicle accident uh, in 2002, I believe it was. 2003, uh, I was on a Vespa, got hit by four-wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. Okay, incredible. Ends up in an intensive in an, an intensive in, a, in intensive care yeah. in an induced coma. Induced coma. A couple of weeks. Now, by this stage, you've already started to develop MS, or is that? So at this stage, they thought that I had MS, but yeah. the lesions in my brain had, had gotten smaller. But I, the, the day of the accident, the day after, I was meant to be going to get another test done. Incredible. But then the accident will go. Then over. the accident takes place, as if that doesn't, uh, you know, he that, that's not something that can really, um, well, that 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 really hits you for ten, or hits you for six, as we say in the cricket winning world. You then, uh, you then, get hit with renal cancer twice. Twice. Beat that. Beat that. Twice. Well, like I said, my doctors, it's information. It goes in one ear, goes out the other ear. I keep going. I mean, the minute you stop, like I say to people, is the minute that you you give in. In my case, there was no way I was going to give in. Like the accident was bad enough because um, back then they said I was never going to walk. I was never going to talk. They said to the wife, um, he'll be a vegetable. Um, I had an eight-month-old baby. There was no way in hell I wasn't going to walk. So I proved them wrong and I um, I did walk. Um, it took a while, but I also did talk as well. But in saying all that, I was also much bigger than what I am today um, due to medication. But um, don't get me wrong, 
we all need medication. For, for, um, there are reasons why we all, all take it. In my case, I knew that they, I called myself Humpty Dumpty. They put him back together again. Like I told the aorta, break my sternum, break my back, break my hips, did a lot of work. Um, but I um, mean, saying all that, I gave up all my meds and I um, took up yoga and meditation and proved them wrong again. Um, they fixed me by putting me back together again, but they couldn't fix this and they couldn't fix that. Yeah, of course. I had to fix that. So, um, so, so yeah. Beat, so you beat that. Beat that. You beat that and uh, you you beat cancer twice, twice, renal cancer. And now, obviously, you've got your next thing, which we know you're going to beat. Totally. Right? We know you're going to absolutely fucking crash it <laughs> and literally crush it, which is the MS journey that you're on. Mm. Now, again, I came across you, and it's funny because you probably wouldn't have met uh, Nick and Neck if it wasn't for MS being part of your life. No. Potent, probably because obviously they're such big advocates for it and what they're the work that they're doing and the awareness that they've created is amazing. Um, but now you're off to Mexico for HSCT treatment, yeah, um, which is something which isn't offered here in Australia at no. the moment. Um, but it's very big in Russia, in in, in Mexico. Yeah. Um, and you're off to there in May, at the end of May, at the end of May, you're yeah. off there. Yeah. So by then, this episode will have well and truly aired. Um, so we're hoping to obviously continue to bring awareness. Um, one of the things that grabbed me straight away about you and speaking with you on the phone the other day, which I, which I was like, you yeah, know, this guy's perfect for the pod, um, is basically mainly centered around the fact that you're like, man, I don't really care if this guy, if, if I do get, or do, if we do get money on the GoFundMe or not from this, I couldn't give a shit. It's more about, look, if I'm happy to sort of tell my story, um, and just bring a bit more awareness to things. What I like to do in this thing is this is my, our way of saying thank you back to you because your strength and your energy and your infectious smile is really, really hard for us. Um, I guess here at the pod, not, not, you know, to, to say, can take notice of, because um, there's people like you that are out there in this real world right now that we're all dealing with and you are the real goats. And uh, I continue to say that and I'll continue to shine a light on that throughout this whole podcast. So, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on and being brave enough to um, to help us shine a light on things and, and share your journey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No, mate. You're, and, mate, don't worry. Okay. Don't stress, mate. The tears, <laughs> the tears are normal. I, I keep on bringing out the tears from people. But um, I think, that, I don't know, I don't know. I'm becoming a natural at this thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I want to get into, um, I want to get into, obviously, the, the car crash. You've got an eight-month-old. Eight mm -hmm. um, and then when does MS become a part of your life? So MS wasn't a part of my life. I, I knew that um, I may have had MS or not may have had, there's a good chance there was going to be MS. But for me at that stage, there was, um, I had to walk, you know, and I had to talk and I had to keep moving. For a long time, I was in a wheelchair. I was also on crutches. How long were you in a wheelchair for? Oh, months, four months. And this is this after the accident? So, I've, no, after the accident, I was actually laying on a flat bed for six months yeah, in, okay. in, in, on a bed, only because I've broken my hips as well. So they couldn't lift me up or do anything with me. So for six months, I was laying in a bed. The only thing I could move was my was my thumb, which I'd only, I used to use to press morphine into me. That was basically it. So for six months, I had to lay flat, and then I had to learn how to walk, um, which was a lot of physio and stuff. But at this stage, I was still in hospital. So I didn't get in a hospital a good 10, 11 months after. And then after that, there was rehab for many years. So you've done 10, 11 months straight in hospital? Laying in a bed, flat. So laying in a bed, flat. So you could imagine, I mean- the Back then, was there a Reggie Steady cook on? No, Big Brother was no, on. Okay. And it was when Reggie won Big Brother. Was that Hot Dogs edition? 
I can't even recall, man. But my thing back then was I was so drugged up. Like all I remember was 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 Regina, this name Regina, constantly on TV. People, and people getting me shut up. Reggie, she was on. from Tassie. That's all I remember. All I, that's all I remember. Reggie winning Big Brother. That's that was my thing in yeah. hospital. Like all the nurses would come into my room, and um, it was really cool because the nurse, nursing staff and I became really really close. And so every night when the when the hospital used to close down, they'd come into my room, sit in the bed bring out biscuits and coffee and tea and they'd all drink and talk Funny with me. Funny story about Big Brother. I used to, like, it was my favourite show ever. Yeah. And they, back then they used to have Big Brother Uncut. Yes, which, I remember that. Which, um, so <laughs> mum, I was in primary school yeah. and mum obviously always made sure I was in bed at a suitable hour, <laughs> 8.30, whatever it was. But yeah. I used to sneak out because Big Brother Uncut used to start at 9.45. And obviously for us back then, like, that's yeah. like, man, I'm seeing people kissing and I'm getting so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, I loved it. I loved every minute yeah, of it. Well, um, yeah. But it's funny. Um, so, yeah, okay. So you're on a bed and, and yeah. obviously doing everything you can. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward your journey as to what everything that you're doing um, and, and what happens at, when you, I, I guess you get diagnosed formally with MS in what was it twenty? Look, I'm going to lie to you. I can't recall. With me, yeah. I think it's they all become a blur. Yeah, because it's not like I've, you know, there's been MS apart from the cancer. There's been other cancers as well, which I don't really bring up anymore. But the thing is, there's been so much going on that um, everything's a block. Yeah, like I was diagnosed. I don't know, ten, eight, seven, within the. The last 10 years sometime, I can't recall, yeah. maybe a bit earlier. But for me, I, I don't recall numbers anymore. I yeah. tend to block them away. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then cancer, be- and then obviously the arena cancer, was that back in 2017? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that, that I do remember. Yeah. Because yeah. that's 2017. So obviously at this stage, how are you with your health when you get diagnosed with that? Look, you know, I, I think, I, look, I was okay. The thing was, I was getting fit. I was kind of active, not extremely active, but kind of active. Um but I remember coming home and complaining about a stitch and dropping to the floor. And I was alcohol for two hours. The way I remember this was we have a little dog, a little shih tzu, who was licking my face. When I fell down, it was 12 o'clock. When I woke up, it was 2 o'clock. Yeah. Um, I couldn't walk a straight line. But somehow I got into a car and rushed myself to, to the doctors. He said to me, excuse me, you may have been the Panadol, because I've never touched the Panadol in over 20 years. Go home, you'll be fine. Within five minutes, um, the AMOs were at the front door. He said to me, you're getting rushed into hospital. I've gone, what for? He, said, he actually thought it was this, uh, the aortic stent had actually ruptured. I was bleeding internally. Yeah. It wasn't till five, I was in there for about six days. On the fifth day, um, which was my birthday, um, I remember the um, nursing staff wishing me a happy birthday, getting me a cake, and then the doctor walking in and saying, it's cancer. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean it's cancer? He gives me, well, that, this is why we kept you in because you, you're, Blood, blood cell counts wasn't great, but we realized there's a huge golf ball growing behind your kidney. Wow. And I've just gone, you're kidding me. But me being me is like, bring it on. Yeah. Let's beat this as well. Let's keep going. And that's what I did. I remember telling the doctor, right, go away. We're cutting the cake. Yeah. And that's what we got the cake. Everybody around me was pretty emotional. Yeah. I just kind of laughed and thought, you know what? It is what it is. So you beat that the first time? Beat that the first time. It comes back again. How quick does it come back? Two years later. So, yeah. For and have you started MS treatment at all here during that time? I have started. I was on an infusion for six months. I did an infusion every six months for about three, four hours. Yep. Um, but then had to stop that. And I was self-injecting um, for a good couple of years and I hated that because yep. it kept on reminding me of my MS as well. Um, yeah. And I didn't really want that. And then just last year, there was a new drug out, which was a tablet in tablet form, which I take five days in one month and five, five, sorry, five tablets a month for two months. And then I stopped for a whole year. 
Wow. And that's what I'm up to now. But now I'm meant to be starting this week, actually, um, to, to be back on them again. But because we're off to Mexico, um, they, don't, they, don't want, they, don't, they don't want that in my system. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I guess you've got all that happening. It comes back two years later. Mm-hmm. Um, are you undergoing chemo and everything and all that like that again? Or? No, it's all good. At this stage, they've just gone. The thing was, although it was there, it wasn't huge. So they, they managed to get that out pretty quick. And it's grown in the same spot and everything. Other side, other <laughs> kidney. So both kidneys. Wow. Both kidneys. And why is it attacking the kidneys? Well, they don't really know. The whole thing was, you know, these things just happen. Like they said, tell me with MS and everything else, you know, yeah. th- things like this just happen. It yeah. wasn't like that I, that I wasn't fit or that I was unhealthy. Yeah. You know, it could be trauma. It could be, could be lots of, lots of different things. Does the, so I guess does the, does the cancer, um, and maybe it's a dumb question, but I'll, I'll ask it because I asked a lot of dumb questions. <laughs> um, does the cancer trigger the MS? Well, no, they, they say there's got nothing to do with it. Um, look, if you, if you ask me with cancer and everything anything that we, that we go through, I think trauma triggers everything. Mm. I've, you know, I've realized by keeping myself healthy up here, mm. I'm, I kind of play it so I'm kind of okay. The minute that I go into, you know, danger mode in my head, I find that the whole body just breaks down. What, what do you do to keep healthy up here? Mine's meditation. Yeah. I meditate quite a bit. Um, yep. And it sounds weird when people when people say meditation. What do you do? I don't sit in in in, in a circle and in a, and chant. For me, meditation is just closing my eyes and 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 making sure that I'm in tune with my breath and my body and understanding where pain is. The funny thing is, like, and this is how I discovered um meditation. Back when I was laying in a bed for eleven months, I could pinpoint pain in my body and switch it off. Doctors thought I'd never tell the doctors. I mean, they'd give me a tablet to, to switch it off, but I could literally. Go there, like follow it in my sort of identify where yeah, sort where of was and just yeah. And I find that's what that's what's always worked for me until today. I still do that. Yeah. So you're you're meditating daily? Uh, not daily. I think I'd say maybe three times a week, early oh. in the morning. So when I get up, before I even do anything, I try to get up with the sun. So before the sun comes up, uh, and, and do about 15, 20 minutes. Where are you doing it outside or outside? Inside? Yeah. Outside. I look like backyard for me. I mean. Get me out in the backyard yeah. and, I, and I'm fine. So as a backyard, my backyard's got lots of trees and stuff. So yeah, nice. it's pretty peaceful. I guess now that you've that you've beaten the cancer for the second time, mm-hmm. um, has that has that now allowed you? I guess it's like you put out one fire. Is it now okay? Fuck. Now I'm focusing on the MS and clearing this out of my life. The whole thing, the whole MS thing was. I look. I knew I was a you rating, um, but I'm not one to actually complain. So I keep potting along like there's there's nothing wrong. Um, my wife realised. Uh, before Christmas, something was up. This Christmas? This Christmas, yeah. Because okay. she realized by the way I was walking and um, forgetting things and dropping things. So she yeah. picked up. I was never going to say anything about it. She did all her research into Mexico and, and all that kind of stuff. We She tried to have that conversation with me. I wouldn't allow it to happen. Um, it wasn't until I saw my orthopedic surgeon, I said to him, am I not walking properly because of um, the breaks in my leg? Because I broke my femur and he said look mate you don't even have any um arthritis in your leg 20 years on he i, I think i go then what is it he gives me it, it's your ms yeah that's what and that's when everything fell apart and i fell up to bits and i said to claudia i can't do this anymore i yeah. can't find it anymore and she said to me well okay let's have the conversation this is where we're at this is what i've done this is it's up to you to, to give me the go ahead yes or no what do you want to do and this is just before christmas this was 
um, just after Christmas, yep. start of January. Yeah, okay. Start of January. So, th- so you've made, I guess, um, as to where where it is, and then obviously you've met people, or I imagine, and spoken to people like Nick and Nick, who have told you their experiences about uh, HSC, HSCT and how that all works. I imagine. Yeah. So with Nick, it was really funny. Like you said, we, we all meet people by chance, and who knows who knows how we all meet. But I was doing a a Bayer party for a friend of his. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, or Bayesia. Oh, I love it. Many, many oh, different man, ways of calling it. Spanish. Right? <laughs> I feel like Rafael Nadal right now. <laughs> Vamos. <laughs> so I was there cooking, and um, I got introduced by one of the, by his cubata. Yeah, and to me, you know, I'm pretty sure this is a cubata. I might be completely wrong, but I don't recall. But he said to me, she said to me, you know what? This is Nick. This is what he's gone through. And I remember at the end of cooking, going out there, it was around COVID too, you know, hugging him and crying and going, oh my God, look at you. And, um, and that's how it all started. Yep. Um, shit. Mate, don't stress. This is, the, but, this um, so he had planted the seed in my, in my head. Um, it wasn't talked about, although I went home and said, told my wife straight away, yeah. guess what happened? Look, look who I met. But he was always in the, in the back of my mind, but he would, I never would bring him forward because I was never going to, going to go and get this thing done. Yeah. In my, in my. Oh, it's sort of me. like, I feel like I, I, it's sort of what I'm hearing to a degree and tell me if I'm wrong is that, um, you're obviously clearly the strength of the family in the rock. No. Really? That's my wife. Yeah. Incredible. Trust there me. You go. It's not me. <laughs> Taking that back, I guess, but from your inner or from your, you've had your guard up obviously, and you're, you're obviously trying to, 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 I guess, put on more of a facade that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And it wasn't until your wife sort of intervened and said, nah, we're getting this done. Um, and obviously you've allowed yourself to then crumble, which is because you're like, okay, someone's now looking after me. Yeah, totally. Um, HSCT, HSCT, am I saying it right? Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, can you, can you tell us a little bit about, I know a lot about it mm-hmm. because obviously through Nick's journey, but there's a lot of people out there that don't. And I want you to describe, I want you to explain exactly what it is. Um, and I want you to explain the effect that it can possibly have. Well, do you know, again, I don't go into things too much. My wife is great at all that. So she's the, she's the one who, you know, researched all that kind of stuff. I think for me, in my head, all I know is that I'm going there to, to get some, some something amazingly done done to my body, blah, blah, blah. I know there's a lot of chemo happening and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And eventually, and there's an 85% chance that it works. And I, and that's the part that I love, I'll yeah. be honest. It's that 85%. And I think that's what I'm focused on. And, I, and that's, I, I never see negative. I always see positive. And that's yeah. what um, my wife and all my family and all my friends yeah. know, know of me. James yeah. never sits there complaining or worrying about what what's going to happen or how it's going to happen yeah. in my head. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to come back to Melbourne and back to cooking by hours. Well, but in December, yeah, you know, but I know that's what's going to happen. So in my, so like, so even with my accident and um, the cancer, did I know exactly where they were? No, I, I, I don't want to know. I yeah. think for me, it's mind over matter. So the less I know, the quicker I, uh, I put it, the quicker I recover. Yep. Um, and the same thing with what's happening at the moment. I know bits and bits of it, but I think I, I also get really extremely emotional talking about that side of my life or where I'm at at the moment. So all I say to myself is, I'm going to Mexico. It's going to be a party. I know it's not going to be a party. It's <laughs> going to be a, that Bora Bora. Earth, it's going to be it. a party and I'm coming back and I'm going to be fine in December. So how long are you going for? So we're going to be there for a month, but I want to say a month. Apparently I'm, I'm locked up in, in a room. 
Okay. Good month. I don't, I don't get to go outside or do anything. Right. So for one month, you're going to be um, hospital? So no, um, we the hospital is across the road. So the way it works is they don't want to keep us in the actual hospital because we make uh, contract infections. Okay. So um, because our immune system is compromised, they're putting us in a hotel but with all other people just like myself. Oh, well. But we can't interact. Okay. We, we walk around our own rooms. So effectively, it's, it sounds like it's almost like hotel quarantine. More or less. Yeah. And then I think, I might be completely wrong, but I think we can go on the rooftop. Okay. And there's a rooftop, so we could actually sit out there and get some sun and what have you. And then the way it works is that we um, we have our own designated driver who picks us up daily, takes us into hospital, we'll get our treatment, and then we get rushed back, back wow. there again. So it's like a medi hotel. More or less. Yeah, incredible. So at least I get to go out on the street. Well, I don't get out on the street, but at least I, I have that little bit of interaction. Mate, so. Every time I stay at a hotel, I love going straight for the um, room service. Man, I've got straight like, club sandwich and a sticky date pudding. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with food either. But apparently, we get three, three meals a day. Which so, is your wife in the same room as you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's going to be good. Okay. So you two are sort of confined to each other for that time. Yeah. No interactions with everyone else, pretty no. much, other than your driver and the hospital staff. That's right. So she's yeah. more, she's more or less there. She's my carer. That's why she's there. Yeah. Okay. So and they recommend that you take someone over with they you. They do. Yeah. 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 They do. And you stay there for a month. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, there's a huge costing associated with it. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, I mean, and I love the GoFundMe page that um, obviously your daughter's created for you, which I know she surprised you by doing. Um, yeah. She's an incredible person, by the way, your daughter. And I've actually got something that I, uh, no, you're not going to know this, but um, we've, uh, me and your daughter spoke earlier today. You're kidding me. And uh, she sent me a little something. And uh, I said to her, uh, is it all right if I call her Nick? Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Um, so she, I said, she goes, who is dad? Someone who is confident, captivating, and chaotic in the best possible way. <laughs> He's also really good at complaining when I do something wrong. But overall, dad is a whole lot of fun, always ready to make someone laugh, cook something great, and say yes to absolutely anything you ask. Yeah. It was um it was it was it was pretty um like I, I found it like wow, like when I wrote it, when I read it, sorry, I was like, oh that's that's freaking amazing. Um, obviously we're all going to say a good thing about our parents. Um, but at the same time, I think you don't probably give yourself enough credit as to what a true hero you really are, buddy. So continue to know that. And, uh, and mate, if you've got to cry, laugh on this show, we, we accept it all. So don't stress. I've got to start bringing tissues with me, Brayden. Oh God, that's why we wear glasses today. <laughs> <laughs> I just start bringing tissue with me. But, um, I, I know that obviously your daughter, Nick, she, uh, I don't know her personally, obviously, yeah. but, um, I, I know that she, uh, created this guy from me page and surprised you with it. Um, as a, just a quick one. And I've always wanted to ask this as a, as a Greek, as, as a fellow Greek, which is, um, we've always got a bit of pride. Yeah. Um, did you, was there a bit of pride in, in like not doing that and not, in you not wanting her to do that? I think for me, like I've always said, uh, my, me on social media is all about what I do. Yeah. It's uh, one man, one pair. You know, it's all about smiles and positive energy and, you know, and looking after people. That's what I do. That's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. That's my medicine. Like I say to people considering after, after what I've been through. Um, this for me was extremely hard. Now, her putting something out there was like, we actually had a huge fight. Yeah. That night I had her in tears. She had to leave the room and I couldn't, she couldn't understand why. And, um, shit, they're getting too emotional. She left the room and, um, my wife said to me, shit, from eight months old, you know, all she knows of her dad, he's being in hospital. Um, 
And that's what she knew me as. I, I ended up being her carer in the end. When I say her carer, Claudia had to work full time. Um, I was the one that brought up Nick. Um, and there were many times where, you know, I take her to school and I couldn't be there to pick her up because I was getting another another operation done. I was back on crutches because although I came out of hospital, I had to go in a few more extra times to get stuff done to my leg. So Nicola saw a lot of pain. Well, she didn't see the pain, but she, Nicola, my daughter's not like an old soul. She, she understands everything. Um, even to this day, she gets me. She we don't talk much. We don't talk about what's going on. And I think um, with what she did, what my wife made me understand was this is her way of saying thank you or we'll giving back. Um, but it took a long time for me to understand that. And to this day, I'm, I, I don't really talk about it. So this is bloody hard. I, I think that as humans, we're the first ones to, to – to put on a brave face yeah. a lot of the times. And we put on this incredible, incredible facade, um, which is just like, what the fuck, man? Why are we doing that when people actually want to help us? And um, I don't know, as well, I guess sometimes as, I don't know, I can say it as well. Sometimes as a as a, as a Greek, I can be bloody stubborn. Yeah, uh, we all are. <laughs> um, I can be bloody stubborn, mate. Um, so uh, it's like, you know, chicken or lamb, you know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, no, I want the chicken. So I, I think realistically, you know, and, and reading what your daughter put out there. Um, again, I don't want to keep on talking about your, your daughter because I can see how it makes you upset. But uh, reading about what your daughter put out there, uh, I was like, "Fuck, what a girl!" Like yeah. that is that is as, that is that is amazing because it's it's so much strength and character, and it goes to show what an amazing job you and your wife have done of obviously raising her. Because a lot of kids wouldn't think like that. Um, so kudos to you guys for starters and. Uh, She's clearly, obviously, uh, well matured above her years, yeah, um, for sure. So, eighty grand, I think, is what the the target is. Is mm -hmm. that correct? It's well, hundred all up, but eighty grand is what's going to uh, is is a procedure. The other twenty is airfares and yeah, right, and okay, stuff, eighty grand, yeah, yeah. So, who do you fly with? But just out of curiosity, I think Qantas. Did they go there? No, well, no, Qantas. No, we Qantas is going to take longer going with Qantas, believe it or not. Yeah, okay. So, I think we end up going with the United. Yeah, nice. United was quicker. You go on the business route at least. No, on the way back, I have to. Yeah. On the way up, no. Well, we're, we're, we're being humble. On the way up, I'm okay. Yeah, I, I don't need it on the way up. On the way back. You know, but Claudia, my wife, doesn't want to go, um, come back with me business, so she's going to sit back. Well, she's going to sit in the economy. And I said to her, no, you're not. You're staying up with me. She's nah. like, no, 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 no. So she's I'm, doing I'm, the whole thing with her. Well, I'm trying to convince her. To, no, you're coming up with me. And she's feeling really guilty with the whole go family thing that, you know. No. No, um, I reckon, anyway. I reckon, all right, so I reckon we've got to call Claude's. Yeah, I think you have to. I'll you give Claude's she, she doesn't listen to me. No, 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 no. If but, it, um, by the time, this, so I'll call, I'll call Claude's and we'll get this, and we'll get this sorted because there's no chance that she's obviously such a rock she's and she's going to be, and she's going to be back in the, um, back, back in the cattle class. Um, that's what I, that's so, what I tell her. Anyway. No, 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 no. We'll be putting her, we'll, 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 we'll make sure that we put her <laughs> business up the top, mate. So that's awesome. Um, so I guess realistically speaking, are you finding at the moment, because I'm starting to see that. I guess more people are starting to come out touch wood with this whole MS um, and awareness is starting to grow, yeah. which is great. You, yourself in particular at the moment, is is it is it the lesions or is it the, or is it the walk or where is it affecting you most? I don't know if you could tell if my neck's still red or if it's starting to puff up. Normally this gets extremely red. So I guess you could draw a line that goes all the way down my leg. So all this side of my body is extremely hot. You can't see it. Um, but if I'm in the car, let's say, and I'm driving, this side of the car will fog up. Right. Glasses will fog up. Um, really? Yeah. So I can't – so my thermostat doesn't work properly. So that was initially what what it was. And then the tingling of my fingers. Wow. 
Um, that as well. Which is like a pins and needles sensation. Yeah. And also, see, I've also had the accident, so don't forget, the other thing is, when they put me back together again, they didn't fix my hands, so my hands are all, yeah. have all been smashed. They've healed, but they've all healed jagged and crooked. They wanted to re-smash them and put me back together, and I wouldn't allow it. So for many years, I was saying that that's why I have pins and needles, because of that. But then it was proven it wasn't. Yeah. It also is because of the, um, the smack, smashed up hands, but also the MS, but then um, the leg. Um, I don't, I could, I'm okay standing. I'm, I'm fine to stand for half an hour, an hour. I'm, I'm, I'm all good. But walking distances, I, I can't. So leg just caves in and gives in. And is that always? Uh, or at the moment, I should say? It always, but I, I was good at covering it up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you get to a stage where you're like, you know, you can't because at the, now more so, also my balance is affected. Yeah. Um, exactly. And so is my, my sight. Um, that's when I get extremely um, fatigued. I, if I get really fatigued, it'll, it'll. Yeah. So are you having to do naps throughout the day or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, so at the I do that in the, at around three o'clock. You know what's so funny? Just talking about naps throughout the day. So I love a nap, mm -hmm. right? Like everyone knows, like I just love, I love sleep. I love sleep. And a mate of mine who's also um, Italian Greek once goes, oh, Dim, you know why we like napping so much? I'm like, oh, no, why, man? And he goes, it's because of our Mediterranean blood. That's what they do over there. Yeah. And I'm like, mate, I don't know where you pulled this shit stuff from. <laughs> right? I know I just like a nap. Yeah. Um, so uh, I love it. Yeah. So a 20 minute nap's good for anybody. It is. It's isn't good it? for the just, soul. I've always said that. Just a refresher. Totally. Um, so as to, as to where it is. So you're flying over at the end of the May. You'll be there for, so on a month, you'll be there. How long are you actually doing treatment for in that month? Like, uh, is it like a week either side that you're in, you're in, uh, in Mexico as in that you're just taking a break or? No, no. So I've, as soon as we get there, it's straight pretty, bang on. Pretty much. Yeah. I okay. think. I think. I think the first day they give us a day just to adjust. Yeah. Um. But again, we can't go out because we. Yeah. With COVID, what have you, we can't yeah. catch anything. So they give us a day to adjust, and then it's 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 game on. Game on straight away. How's the GoFundMe currently looking at? It's look. I don't really look at it. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. I don't even know what we're up to. Yeah. Um, I love that. Nicholas says to me, um. Who, who is this? And, you know, she'll throw a random name. And um, it's funny how even my primary school friends, who I've not seen in decades, yeah. and I don't know how they f how they found me, um, uh, con uh, contribute. So I don't know where we're at at the moment. I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's one thing that I, I call it Nicholas baby. Um, for me, it's it, it, it's all too much. Um, you know, even as it grows, I guess, um, and Nicholas says to me, oh, Dad, you know, guess what? So-and-so is putting on, Dad, you know, you're up to here at the moment. I can't do that side. Yeah. Um, I'm the joker. I'm the funny guy. I'm the guy that will make you laugh. That's who I am. But, you know, accepting, um, it's hard. Yeah, it's for sure. bloody hard. It's uh -huh. hard to, to sit back. Oh, look, I'm humble. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, it's amazing. But it's it's every time, you know, Nicola will come up to me in a, after working to me, oh, Dad, guess what? You know, like she won't give me figures that I don't want to know about them. She'll she'll ask me, you know, so and so. And um, there are so many people out there that I don't even know that are, that are, that are that are um, you know, co contributing. But I think what's beautiful about this is um, like Nicholas said, you know, there's a tribe out there um that's gonna love you um that knows you for who you really are. And you know, if they're going to help, let, let it be. And if they're not, that's okay. Um, and I listen to her quite a bit. You know, he's me having to um, direct her, but she's directing me at the moment. and She's telling me it's okay. So sometimes it's nice um, um, to get that arm put around us. Yeah. And we have to. Um, 
I know what you mean by like, you know, you're, you're that funny one and the one that always makes everyone laugh. Yeah. Um, I've actually been in that position a lot where, yeah. you know, I'm meant to be the one that making people laugh, but like, I just feel so shit. Yeah. Mm. I think at that stage is where you know that it's okay f- for someone to put their arm around you. And I think that's where you're at right now. Um, realistically, um, there's a couple of mates of mine that got in contact with me prior to the start of this starting. Um, and a few of us sort of are getting together um, to, to, to what we can. So, mate, we're going to put a thousand bucks towards yeah. uh, to, to, towards you. There's a few of us there. So, um, so mate, we'll, we'll make sure that that gets put on the, on the GoFundMe for you guys. And, uh, and it's not a way, we're not a, uh, we're not one of those giveaway show guys. I don't expect no. money to be flying out of here left, right and center. But, um, mate, if there's people that we can help, why not? There's some incredible um, businesses that I'm aligned with that, uh, that are just really, 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 really uh, generous. So um, we're going to put a thousand bucks towards oh, towards it. Um, plus, I'm selling a property today, so why not? So <laughs> we're selling a property today, mate. So might as well we let's pay it forward. So um, yeah, mate. There's a few of us that will put a thousand bucks towards that um, and get behind you, mate. And uh, we're so we're so on you. Where we can't wait to hear you back. I actually can't wait for December, January, whenever it's going to be to have you back on. Um, and I'm probably get you down to do like a. A one man, one pan payout for us. But you know that—that's where I excel. Yeah, you know, like I'm again eternally grateful and humbled for what you guys have do- doing for me. Like I said, today for me was coming here and just putting putting out a word and telling people about my MS. This wasn't meant to happen. Um, you've caught me off guard, and I've cried many tears, and I'm trying really hard to keep them back now. I'm trying to be a bit Man, more professional. To call me the Greek Eddie Maguire off Bloody camera. Hell, this is insane. <laughs> but, but the thing is, but the thing is, players is my thing, and I mean, I'd love to come back in you know December, January when things are up, up and running, and go to you guys. Okay, you know what? I'm doing this for you now. I'm okay. Well, we've uh, uh, so, well, my cousins and my auntie and uncle, they uh, have got a a great seafood store in. Uh, I don't know if you ever go to South Melbourne Market. Yeah, no, South Melbourne Market. After seafood. Um, is uh, is is one of our family. So um, next time that you come down, when you're going to cook for us, we're making sure that we're putting up to seafood in there. Done and um, done. We'll make sure that uh, we've got some beautiful prawns and mussels and everything happening. But we're going to finish off with the um, with the humble three. And that's something that we always do. Um, so the three questions that we ask every single guest, mm-hmm. uh, and we sort of change up the order whenever we can. But if you weren't doing and, and being the payer man that we are at the moment, and you had to choose another industry. Hypothetically, or you could do choose another industry. What would you be doing, and why? It it, it involves kids or adults or, or something something in the disability sector. Okay. I think for me, I think for me, giving back, giving back. Yeah, I think giving back. Awesome, definitely. It's an awesome response. Definitely, man. that's actually a really cool one. Yeah. Uh, outside of your family, yep. is well, could be in your family as well because I know this one. So I always change up this question a little bit. But uh, is there any in particular that inspires you? My mum. Yeah. So my mum, um, my mum has MS and also dementia at the moment. Um, but she, she was amazing. Like, I mean, I think back to. How old's mum? Uh, mum's only in her early seventies, but if you look at mum, she, she looks like she's 40. And where's she from in Greece? She's from Gadabinisi. You know Gadabinisi. Gadabinisi. Okay. And, yeah. and dad? Dad's from Githera, though, the Ganyasa, so um, down Gith. the bottom. Okay. But, um, but mum. Mum is pretty amazing. Um, she, mum never complains, yep. just like I. I mean, we smile, we carry on, and we move forward. But in saying that, um, I get a lot of inspiration from her. But Claudia, my wife, is just as amazing. I mean, he's a lady who, she does all the behind-the-scenes work for me. You know, she's the one who pretends that, you know what, 
my world is amazing. Well, not pretend. She makes sure that my world is amazing. I've, I don't think I've, I've never ever seen Claudia complain or crumble. Okay. She just doesn't stop. I Doesn't stop. I love that. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. Last one out of the humble three is uh, if you could have anything on a billboard, you had your own billboard on a main road. It's pretty high traffic, by the way. Yeah. What would it say and why? Easy. Inspire before we expire. Oh, I like that one. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I and I think that's what I do with Paez as well. I mean, um, it's taken me a while to 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 speak up about what I what I go through yeah. on my journey, but I think it's also been my medicine. Um, the way I, I mean, I give back by cooking, I guess. But in in saying that, it's also my way of saying that. Well, you being the doctor said you'll never be able to do this, but I can, and I'm still needed in this world. So. Mate, absolutely, you're needed, and um, your yeah. inspiration is needed, and your um, your gratitude is really needed. And I, from on behalf of myself and so many else out there, and viewers and people that are listening, watching, and continuing to authenticate, thank you for being so raw and open today. And I really, really mean that because it wasn't my intention to make guests cry, <laughs> but I keep on bloody doing it. Um, mate, you're you're you're, and I and I can look you in the eye and tell you when I say this, you're a seriously amazing person. You've got a, a heart of gold, clearly, and I've seen your Instagram, and you can sort of get a bit of an indis- and a bit of a, uh, an understanding from someone from what they put out and the energy that they've got. Your energy is infectious. Your smile is incredible. You're an amazing, amazing person. But more importantly, your story. Thank you for sharing it and being so open about it because. This is what this is about. It's the humble climb and it's, you know, zero to hero, but it's also you you type people like yourself, James, for, for us are the real goats of this world. So we, uh, we're shining a light on local heroes and uh, I can't thank you for, for telling your story and allowing me to be part of your journey. Oh, look, I, I, I've got no words. Like I said to you, I think, you know, I didn't know what I was coming into today. I got to admit, I came in here raw thinking, I, what, what are we going to talk about? Um, but I can't thank you enough for all that you've done for me and give me a platform to be honest. Um, and like I said, for me, MS is a silent killer. If you ask me, nobody knows about it or nobody, because you, you can't really pick it, especially for what you're standing up. If you look, people who see me today, don't think of anything of me. They think that I'm just a bill of health, but little do they know that internally that, um, everything's a bit jagged. Just a quick one yeah. to finish up on. You're having to Nick went to Russia. Mm-hmm. You're going to Mexico. Yeah. Why is this particular treatment not offered in Australia? Well, this is the whole thing. So there, there is this treatment is here in Australia, and it has been going about 12, 13 years. But the thing is, for me to get that done, I've literally got to be in a wheelchair or half dead. So they won't even allow me to give it a go. And this is, and apparently in the next ten years, it will be offered in Australia. Right. It will be offered, but right now it's not going to be offered. And I'm at an age now where. I'm not getting any young and bloody nearly. I'm 52 next month, for God's sake. 52 next month. You never have told you you look like uh, Damien Oliver and Glenn Boss in one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're, like the Greek, mate, you're like the Greek jockey. <laughs> I love it, mate. So, yeah. Incredible. I wanted to ask that because it just uh, slipped my mind before. And um, as I said, it was always something that I wanted to know. Ooh. Mate, I thank you. And I really mean it. Thank you so much for coming on. Guys, continue to like, comment, subscribe, rate do everything else and share and continue to allow. And thank you, James, more importantly for allowing us to be part of uh, your journey and sharing you on your platform. We can't wait to have you back. We're going to have some incredible snaps of one man, one pan and everything that he's doing. And uh, I can't wait for our Christmas party where the payer man comes out and uh, we're going to have the freshest of seafood from after seafood in <laughs> South Melbourne market <laughs> as well. And we'll go from there guys. That's a wrap. Thank you, mate. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother.